0: Hey, what's up, everybody? How are we doing? Thank you for coming back to another episode of Liu Kang Kicking It. I'm here with my friend Mike, Money Mike. He's been on the show before. Uh, We're bringing him back. So what's up? What's been inspiring you lately? You know what? Honestly,
1: I got to tell you, inspiring is the view around us. And I know people, you know, don't take in sometimes, you know, the things that are kind of just going on around them. They might have a lot of things that are going on in their life. But I'm looking at this view right now and I'm looking at these, you know, buildings. I'm looking at all of this architecture and stuff. And the stuff that inspires me is, is this, like yeah. building, you know, my own, you know, company all the way to a certain point where I can have, you know, it's not really about the buildings. It's about, you know, the impact you make on the world. But
0: what you, you do know, in the building. right? Well, yeah. What
1: yeah. you do in the so, building. But, you know, these yeah. looking at some of this stuff, it's like I wish I could go and create things that are, you know, that important to people.
0: Yeah, I feel you. you know? By the way, we're still, uh, these are our last couple days uh, at Serve Servcorp. Mm. Uh, it's so hard <laughs> to say goodbye. But, um, you know, like all good things, you know, they got to come and go. So uh, I thoroughly enjoyed my time here. Mm. It's been great. I have too,
1: and I've only been here two days.
0: Yeah, man. Sorry you only got to be here twice, man. I, I had so many plans and stuff, but it's all right, man. Um, so tell us, let us know. Uh What's been going on with the app lately?
1: Uh, well, you know, we we started doing some prototypes and development. Uh, we're looking to go ahead and actually uh, put the content uh, creation platform together at a small scale. You know, start trying to look to see who we can find as our initial users. We're going to go do some, uh, you know, tests. Uh, based on uh, some programs that Amazon runs so we're gonna go and talk nope. to some people all across the the United States see what their whole mo is how they feel about it and you know the process is just rewarding because it's like you're building something this came from an idea yeah right this came from I, the, an
0: I was just about to ask because mm-hmm. um, I've been working with you on this thing for a little bit yeah um I feel like I haven't really asked too many questions as far as like what made you like what what was that light bulb that said, "Hey, I'm gonna make this app, this you know, um, multiple or the interactive video app"? Or, well. you
1: know, uh, I I would say, you know, uh, first and foremost, um, we we looked at Bandersnatch, right? We looked at to see that people were talking a lot about that sort of thing.
0: Yeah, right? that was big when it
1: came out. Right, and the thing is, uh, the problem that happened was they created that content, and then there was just like nothing right? Yeah, never followed up. There's like Man vs. Wild, which is like the Bear Grylls thing. Uh, There had previously been like a Puss in Boots one also. Yeah, there's a Man vs. Wild one, right? That's
0: pretty tight. I never knew that. Yeah.
1: So the thing is, People are making this sort of stuff. Like even some of the editors that we had been talking to back in June before this whole project started. Yeah. Um. There was a few people who had done interactive content because I was just asking them, like, Hey, what's your expertise in, uh, you know, this? Because we want to know how hard it is to make this. You know, are people really interested? So clearly, people have been making content, but I don't think any platform has really developed any kind of infrastructure, um, especially on voice devices that has actually uh, gone ahead and, you know, been able to broadcast to lots of people. So we saw an opportunity there. We saw an opportunity with the Amazon Alexa. And so we married the two things. And I think right now, you know, we're carving out uh, a nice group of kind of just personas of people we want to talk to. And, uh, you know, overall it was really my love of creating content, you know, my love of, you know, film, my love of just, in general, all the weird stuff people do these days that yeah. it's fun. Um, you, what
0: are you talking about? Like YouTube trends and stuff? Or yeah, like Video you know, stuff? Yeah,
1: exactly. Like mukbangs? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like the chewing.
0: Oh, ASMR? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: You know, actually, a funny story with ASMR, I feel like uh, what we have is actually really useful for those people. Because huh. they're already doing interactive, but it's, it's faux interactive. Uh, they, uh-huh. ha- they they do stuff like doctor's visits, and they like, hey... What's your name? Oh, you know? no way. Or they'll do stuff like, hey, uh, you know, are you here for X treatment or Y treatment? And then they'll just choose it for you. But uh, the thing is, they'll make a follow-up video sometimes with something else, which was the other
0: choice. Yeah, so, so it would be easier for you to just put them all together in one spot and then yeah, right. make it way more immersive, way more interactive.
1: Exactly. It's immersive, interactive, but most importantly, on the viewer side, it's um, personalized. You actually mm-hmm. feel like it's for you, yeah. And yeah, yeah. when you feel like that, you feel a lot more attached to the content. And more importantly, I feel like it's just a better overall experience. You're not just sitting there like, oh, well, I didn't, I wouldn't choose that.
0: You yeah, know? I feel you. Right. Yeah, yeah. Or uh, dude, I hate that in movies when you see like the obviously wrong choice. Yeah. And mm-hmm. then the character just goes with the obviously wrong choice, and you're like, what? why would you do that? You know? And it kind of upsets you a little bit. I feel like with something like this, you could make. The less obviously wrong choice,
1: right? Well, if, if you think about it, I mean, ho- the horror genre would essentially not be able to mail it in with lazy plots anymore. Ah, I mean, yeah, or yeah. or they could even just have a an entire uh, array of choices that are just all the I'm stupid. I'm in a horror movie. Yeah, you know that that trope would essentially be gone <clears throat> excuse me be gone because you would have a bunch of people making all kinds of different choices and you know essentially moving uh, you know if you want to go ahead and go into the the house and take a shower while you're naked yeah, sure yeah, yeah. you know like if you want to get like your you. person killed go ahead but if you want to make the smart choice and maybe hang around because you as the viewer are a third party participant and you kind of like know what's going on, yeah. you might make those choices differently than if they, if you were in that setting yourself.
0: It's almost It almost kind of feels like a real passive video game, right? Right. It, Where it, like you only press a button or like, you know, you only make a movement once every couple minutes after the scene kind of plays out.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I, what I wanted was there's, there's a middle ground between what a video game is and what a film is. Yeah. Um, and I think what we found with Bandersnatch was A lot of people are interested in that middle ground as long as you do it properly where people aren't frustrated with having to start from the beginning again. Yeah. Or have you you seen,
0: like, some of these new video games? I remember playing, like, Modern Warfare 2. Yeah. And being so invested in the story. Right. Or, like, Halo 3 being super Mm -hmm. invested in the story and, like, trying to beat the game Mm -hmm. because I want to see how the story ends up.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. So that's pretty
0: cool. I feel like that's dope, man. Yeah,
1: you know. And I I think uh, overall, when you're you're trying to make something, you A, should love what you do, right? You should love the medium upon which you're going to go and make things. Because I think a lot of people, uh, for example, uh, there was all those people who went on Amazon and decided to start stores. They don't know the first thing about stores and they don't even love it.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So
1: it's like, how are you going to make it through the slog of like 365 days a year? Yeah. Handling all the inventory. You're most likely working that as your side hustle. Mm -hmm. So you already have a job.
0: So your side hustle becomes, like, your main hustle on, like, on accident.
1: Yeah. Right? Because
0: I feel like an Amazon store, I I don't know the first thing. You know what? I'm not going to lie. I was one of those people Mm. a couple years ago, 2016. Mm -hmm. uh, My friend EJ and I, we were, like, super – just we were making music, but Mm. we were also just, like, yo, we got to get this money. Mm. And so we were just one of those, like, super internet people. Mm. Like, you know, we we figured out, like, what we can get from China, like, how we can drop ship it to people and all this stuff. And it became – So much more than we thought it was going to be. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like nothing's easy.
1: Right. And I mean, you know, I would say even for this, like this has a lot more moving parts than I could have even imagined from the very get go. Oh, I bet. You know, uh, because you have to think about all, you know, it's not just the stuff that you see as someone. You have to think about all the back end stuff. Right. And I would say, you know, if you learn about something, which I always tell people, if you want to start anything, you should first look at every piece that kind of goes associated with it. And then you have to think to yourself, I still maybe am only scratching the surface, right? Yeah. So you have to think to yourself, well, if I'm only scratching the surface, you know, um, there's gonna be that much more work and it's gonna take that much more long of a time to get it done. Yeah. Uh, And the beauty about what we've been doing is that we've been patient with the process and we've built it up kind of like block by block to create uh a whole kind of structure versus like you know i'm just going to try and make something and hope something sticks
0: yeah see that's why i actually kind of trust you and i actually have stayed on with this project because You have no idea how many people think they're going to make a million dollars overnight. Yeah. Hey, I'm just going to work on the computer for four hours and then sell my idea to somebody. Yeah. And they're going to pay me millions of dollars. No, you're going to work on the computer for four hours. You're going to pitch your idea open and publicly because you don't know what the fuck you're doing. Right. And someone's going to steal your idea. Yeah. Yeah. And make it for free.
1: Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um and you know, there there's uh there's definitely some groups where you should be wary about it, but A, you should always do your homework with yeah. with people. Um, you know, a lot of people, first of all, don't know anything about, you know, the fundraising game. I'm I'm starting to kind of, you know, dip my feet into it. I've yeah. I've read some books. I think that's I, the know. most
0: important thing too. Yeah. It's like you have you may have a great idea, mm-hmm. but how are you gonna make anybody believe in your idea? You yeah. know what I'm saying? Because I mean, unless you're fucking Tony Stark and your dad gave you money, or right. he died and left a whole pot of money. Mm-hmm. Like I said, bro, if you want to do anything positive, it's gonna take at least two years and a whole bunch of mm-hmm. money that you didn't even think you needed. Exactly, you know,
1: you know. And and the thing is, there's there's always rounds to doing it right. But my whole my whole thing is, I find it crazy how much of a perception people have about just what you just said. A lot of people think that most of the people who are successful in this world are like the Tony Starks. Like they got a lot of money from somebody, yeah, you know, and then they just ran off and were successful themselves. Because, Into a
0: cave and made an Iron Man suit.
1: Right, you know, yeah. and the thing about it is like, there's so many examples of dudes and women who have gone in the world and made a name for themselves who have been just poor, like yeah. beyond poor. Um, I've been uh, listening to this audio book um, Uh, About you know, very successful men and women. Yeah, and uh, there was this guy who uh, I forget his name now But he was his family. uh, He was in uh, in the Middle East Uh, His dad I think killed his uh, mom or something and uh, you know, he was basically an orphan for a while He had to work on a farm just learning the land and over time he just learned, you know, kind of the ways of trade and, yeah. you know, and just began to kind of immerse himself in that world to the point where he, you know, he became a successful man through all the struggles and hardship, you Ooh,
0: know. Yeah. Well, it'd be, I, see, when I attack anything, when mm-hmm. I approach any subject, right. um, whether it be business, relationships, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. food, anything, like I, I come from a spiritual way mm-hmm. or like I come from a spiritual lens, which is like. It's 50-50. Literally yin and yang. Yeah. You got to feel like shit in order to feel good. Mm-hmm. If you're just feeling great the first three, four years of your startup, guess what, bro? Start getting some papers ready for when you go bankrupt. Yeah. Because if you're just – startups and companies and anything, like, it's supposed to feel like shit the first five years. Yeah. Like, literally, any, ask any successful business owner. Oh, yeah their first they're on their second third wife because their first second wife was like you ain't gonna do shit it's been five years you haven't made a single dollar yeah you know what i'm saying and Mm. so like i don't know i think there's a level of craziness you gotta just be like i know it's gonna be like Mm. shit these first couple years but i'm gonna pile through and we're gonna make it work
1: yeah and and you know what's crazy too is um i think also someone had mentioned the whole uh you know we want to talk about spirituality or even just kind of like states of mind and stuff so uh I feel like as you progress through that journey, the reason why people might break up and things like that is because you outgrow kind of them and they don't actually see you as the man you're becoming. They loved you for the man you were. Yeah. You know, no, I feel you. Right. And so like, you know, I'm not that's not to say you shouldn't date anybody and you shouldn't appreciate somebody who's a partner and stuff. You know, yeah. you just have to understand that it's more normal for you. I feel like to to lose those sorts of people because you you, you loved each other when you were someone else yeah you know i feel you and the thing is like she only liked me because i was broke y- yeah or like you know maybe maybe there was something about you being broke that was appreciated It was that
0: hunger or something right you yeah. know
1: and, and it's like um in even getting past that point once you're five years in let's say you everything's worked out you, yeah. you've made it you know to the top now now you're dealing with different problems you're yeah. dealing with now um you know are you going to be complacent yeah. now that you're successful you
0: know that's my biggest fear right because i'm a creature of habit so yeah. if i take more than two weeks off it's called the like, quiz, bro. Yeah, I'm like that's it. Um, there's a there's a book called the subtle art of not giving a fuck.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's and a good book. Uh,
0: one of my favorite quotes in that book is that Warren Buffett and a homeless man both have money problems. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Warren Buffett just has bigger money problems. He has more money on the line. Like the homeless guy is just like, I need five bucks. Warren Buffett's like, I need to not lose this $5 million right now. You know what I'm saying? It's scale. But they're both money problems. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? The root is the same thing.
1: Right, right. You know, and, and the thing that I feel like people kind of glance over is that, uh, you know, d- d- whether you're going out and trying to fundraise, whether you're going out and trying to get a job, at the end of the day, it's all about not just your of relentlessness and going out and trying to achieve a goal but it's also at the same time the ability for you to forge relationships with other people and more importantly on the crux of that is trust you know you have to have people who you trust (laughs) you have to trust the people that you have as partners you got to trust the people you know who are suppliers let's say if you have hardware things you need to go and resell and stuff then you need to have all those things in place because if you don't you know then you're always looking over your shoulder you know, hoping that they aren't gonna screw
0: you. yeah you right. know I feel that and that's why like I literally I'm the type of person where it's like I you know I really hate people that go on Instagram and be yeah. like everyone's toxic I'm gonna cut yeah. you guys off blah, blah, blah. but I'm gonna just tell you right now like yeah. you're not gonna hear it you're not gonna see it coming yeah if I don't think your intentions are right yeah you're gone bro yeah that's it peace you yeah. know what I'm saying it's like um it it's kind of sad in the moment because you mourn the friendship you mourn yeah. the relationship all the Possibilities that you could have had, right? Like uh, in business ventures mm. or whatever. But it's ultimately like good for you because at the end of the day, when the stakes are way higher, like I said, Bum has money problems. Warren Buffett has money problems. When I start getting to that Warren Buffett level of mm. money problems, I don't want to have to worry about this hand just digging in yeah. and trying to see what it can grab and shit.
1: Exactly, or or you know, there's there's always the case where you have. People that you trusted, or or things like that, and under the table, it's almost like, oh, well, they sold you out, or yeah. things like that. Yeah, you it's know?
0: crazy, and it's really weird. It'd be like sometimes it's people really close to you. Yeah. I heard, uh, what's his name? What was that guy? The, the comedian? He was super popular. Um, a lot of people didn't like him at the time. I mean, there's a lot of um, Dan Cook. Dan Cook. Okay, I was. I don't know why Dane he got Cook. so much hate, bro. He
1: was. I think he was just like a white guy comedian. Uh, you know what it is though i think it's his delivery style and the mm-hmm. kind of in your face-ness about uh, it yeah and then he became he acted in movies and once you cross that threshold you go from being just the stand-up comedian who doesn't take the world seriously kind of the rebel status uh, to now you're kind of this you're like a character yeah you're a character and now you're kind of like in this position of uh establishment where like oh you know you you, you they, they have this perception of you as an elite person right you know, yeah, and
0: then, you know the top people really get the most hate. Too. Yeah,
1: you know, yeah, like, absolutely. and that's like when, whenever you win in anything, you're gonna have a lot of people who want to see you fall. Yeah. Even, dude, it's just like the whole thing where someone could be mad at you for donating $10 million if you have a certain amount of money um, and they'll say, why don't you donate $100 million? Yeah, it's stupid.
0: It's it, just it, annoying.
1: It's just like, oh, wait, didn't I just donate? Yeah, <laughs> you know Exactly,
0: am I not good enough? Yeah, But yeah, Dan Cook literally had to put his own brother in jail Because this guy embezzled, like, millions of dollars from him. That's crazy. His own, like, blood brother. Jesus. Yeah, wild. That is wild. You know and
1: and the thing is that you never see it coming because when people align with you a lot of them in the beginning i feel like they're like oh you're cool like you know you you, you know like and, and but in reality in the background they're kind of like oh i was never gonna do shit you know yeah i do yeah i know You know what, you what mean. i mean you know
0: I, I feel like there's certain relationships where people i have with people where they're like oh yeah we'll check in on you we'll, we'll check in yeah. with you in like five yeah you know when shit gets when shit starts popping you know we'll, we'll, we'll be back
1: the problem is when you do blast off, and let's say you blast off way faster than they expected, or you're at a place that they never thought of. Now you're the asshole. Now you're an asshole, and yeah. and they act like you know they ne- that you they act like they helped you somehow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and the crazy thing is, it's like okay, well, you know, if you're gonna act like that, at the very least, like you could have just been a rat. Right. You, yeah. you, know, you could have at least supported. And, and it's cool. I don't take that personally, but don't turn around and call yeah. call someone an asshole for yeah, not, yeah, you know, you. uh for not acknowledging you if you never tried to be acknowledged in the first place. It's it's like, you know, for example, it's like somebody who wants to like write a memoir about you, like, you know, about their life and like slog you throughout the entire process.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. I feel you know? where you're just the villain. Yeah. Or it's like this, bro. It's like the uh the third string or the second string dude getting a, a ring. Yeah. For the Super Bowl. Yeah. It was like, he definitely didn't do the lion's share of mm-hmm. the work, but he was there. Showed yeah. up to practice. He showed up. He fucking kicked it on the bench. Mm-hmm. He, you know, wiped, what's his name's football every time he was about to go, sh- like, throw the football and shit. Yeah. He was there, bro. You're just fucking there. If yeah. you're there and you don't fuck everything up for me. You'll be around, bro. Yeah. You'll honestly be golden.
1: You know, and, and that's the thing that I have, uh, you know, I, I appreciate people who are there. You don't have to, you know, sit here and help the entire time. Just, you know, just go ahead and just, you know, be there uh, to support. You don't even yeah. have to, like, say anything like, oh, man, like, you know, I'll introduce you to X or Y or Z. Yeah. You don't
0: even have to do I don't that, need that,
1: you know. All you got to do is just say, you know what, man? That sounds like a good idea. Tell me more about it or, you know, whatever, you know? Or
0: even if it's a bad idea. Yeah. No, man, I, I love I you and all, but that sounds a bad idea. like a shit idea, bro. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You
1: know, like, yeah. Like, if I was trying to design something like the, the newest baby stroller, I hope someone would, like, slap me across the side of the head. Yeah, because right, there's
0: know? no way you're inventing a new baby stroller. Yeah. Unless it's an orb that just floats.
1: Yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? There's no
0: way you're making a new baby it's, stroller.
1: It's like the, the Bubble Boy. Is that what that movie was called? Yeah, Bubble Boy it's Except it floats that's a classic dude that that's a crazy
0: movie that is bro you jake know. gyllenhaal that was jake gyllenhaal was right it, it was that shout out to jake for that one oh dude God. he really just went out of his bubble for that yeah.
1: ha yeah not <laughs> so outside the bubble you know and uh you know going back to you know obviously uh getting out of your you know bubble going back to kind of like motivations and things i yeah. would say like You know, I think a lot of also what those people are angry about is that they didn't take the chance on themselves either. Yeah. And they get to a certain age where they stop believing they can.
0: Ah, okay. You know, so you feel like you're like you're past the age, like you can't go back to school or something.
1: No, I don't even think it's just simply that (laughs) is that somebody uh, I think there was um, a study that was done that said you stop looking for new music after After 25 or 25, 25, 30 or something. And the thing is, I think that kinda made
0: me sad, not gonna
1: lie. Yeah, me too. But I think that you start crystallizing in your mind certain thought patterns Mm -hmm. that concede your defeat if you're certain people. I feel you. So for example, if you're somebody who's constantly telling them, Well, I'm I'm just gonna work this job and you know, we'll see how things go, and you're just saying that for like two, three, five years. Yeah, you know, that's what you're gonna get. Yeah, it's just that job. Yeah. And and the thing is if you're happy with it and you love it. Do, do it, it you yeah, know, bro. but if you're sitting there like I could do something with the world and you're starting to get jealous that other people are doing it, that's on you. Yeah. You know, Facts. that's not, oh, I didn't get opportunities. No one like there are so many people who didn't get opportunities, you know, and the thing about people saying like, oh, they got a lucky break. Like, do you know how many things they had to do? To even to get, get that
0: lucky break, yeah,
1: a lucky yeah. break is just like the one in a hundred times that they did everything else.
0: It's called the it's called the law of numbers, bro. Yeah, it's my friend used to be. It's funny, dude. In high school, he mm-hmm. looked like the biggest dirtbag because he would right. just go out and just be like, "So what's good? What's yeah. up? He'd be trying to make out? He'd be trying to make out with yeah. every girl and shit." And right, like, dude, you're fucking embarrassing me. Yeah. But nowadays, I think back on that, I'm like, dude, this guy's a fucking genius. Because yeah. how many of those girls? That were at the party or mm. at my house that one day. Right. How many are still in our lives today? None.
1: None. Like maybe <laughs> like one
0: or two, bro. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But other than that, like, hmm. yeah, it was awkward for two seconds. Yeah, you <laughs> feel like a dumbass. But guess what? Life's gonna make, do a great job of making you feel like a dumbass. Yeah. At least twice a day.
1: Yeah. You, you know, know what I, I'm saying? And I think I think also, and if you want to talk about that situation, it's also being able to tolerate risk, right? Or you,
0: being yeah. able to take a no.
1: Yeah, you know, yeah. because, so let me tell you, there's tons of people who are gonna say no to yeah. whatever the hell you're you know? They're gonna say no in terms of, oh, hey, could you introduce me to this person? Uh, nah, man, it's like, okay, all good. Oh, hey, do you mind funding me for this? Hey, we're not interested in this project. Yeah. Okay, we'll move on. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, it's like, there there have been people who have been successful because they, they went through 100 no's. Yeah. You know, some people have traveled across the country, had tons of people just go, no, 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 no. And eventually they met the, the one person or group of people that believed in their idea or they believed in them enough to help them get started, whether mm-hmm. it's, you know, comedy, whether it's business, yeah. whether it's anything, you know, sports or anything. Someone took a flyer on you, but you might have had to wade through 70, 80, 100 people. Yeah. You might only have to wade through one person. Yeah. You know, it's just sometimes that's just how things go. Uh, but does that mean that you need to, you need to give up on what you're doing? No, you might need to tweak it and tinker it a little bit, figure
0: out what you, what you really need to do. Right, right, right.
1: You know, you need to do that, but I wouldn't say that you need to sit there and like, you know, beat yourself up over it and call yourself a failure. There's so many of the, okay, let me tell you, there's so many of the successful people in the world who failed so many times. Yeah. You know like uh the guy the guy who did uh, Uber, Travis Kalanick. I think he had gone through like th- two different startups. He had- Shout out Travis, <laughs> you, you know. <laughs> yeah, 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 but like, you know, he he had gone through and started two startups and they had both like, you know. Just tanked? Yeah, I, I think that, I don't know if they completely tanked, but like, he just, you know, just wasn't a successful as Uber. Yeah. You know, and even now at the, the pinnacle of where they're at, now you're dealing with all these crazy regulations <laughs> in countries, you know, they're not even allowed in the, the city of Austin,
0: I don't think. He's at like a government level. Yeah. Like, now he's fucking with the government, like, the only person, before, you know, like when you work a job, say you're at a coffee it, shop. Or right. You only you got to answer to your manager, mm-hmm. then the store manager, then the owner of the company, mm-hmm. and then on top of that, and then the owner of the company got to deal with regulations. Right. This guy literally is just talking directly to the government. Like, that's the only person in charge of that dude right now.
1: Yeah, pretty you much. Know what I'm saying? You know, and I mean, when, once you get to a certain point, I mean, you're just they're t- you're talking to those regulators for a lot of things. One, I feel like you're like talking to them because like you know you're talking to them because like they're they're looking at your taxes right they're yeah. trying to make sure that you're up to date yeah. that you're not doing anything you know weird and
0: they're showing off our office right now because they're gonna sell it to yeah. somebody to the highest bidder <laughs> i'm so fucking heartbroken all right back to the story
1: you know uh, on a note on that though yeah. um i was i was telling lou earlier actually that um you know you might lose an office here and there but the goal is the building yeah right, you know yeah, and you. and at the end of the day um i look at this as a moment of perspective like this is what the point of view is if you want to be you know what we're looking at here is an entire view of the los angeles area from a 40-story building in the middle of downtown yeah, los angeles
0: beautiful
1: you know it's it's got all the the trappings of you know we can see some, long beach from here yeah it's, it's it's basically you know civilization everywhere and and buildings everywhere but the beauty and of you got
0: the cappuccino machine bro they just got it in <laughs>
1: But but the beauty of it is like this is what it feels like to be here. Yeah. And as long as I have that feeling, I know where to work backwards from.
0: Yeah, you're right. You know. I got a little little taste of it, a little taster. Now I gotta go find how to get the main entree, the whole plate for myself.
1: Right, you know, and for me, what I wanna do is I wanna have the building with our logo on it
0: you know yeah. we got we got a
1: city national bank here with a ladder on here and easily i think a 50 story building or a 40 story building right? yeah there. that
0: one's bigger than ours you
1: know so in in my opinion you know the real the real stamp is to you know like it's like salesforce salesforce has like multiple buildings across the world i think yeah. and you know they have their name everywhere it's the greatest branding and the is world, dope you know and it's like if you know, my goal is to have that. You yeah, know? I want
0: that. I want that giant A on the building, like for <laughs> Avengers and yeah, shit. Yeah,
1: yeah, you know what I mean. So, but a big old L. But you know, I feel like it's the level of scale in someone's vision. I feel like some people, I feel like you know, f- feel that I, you know they're cool with just like running a small outfit. That's cool. Yeah, you know, and there's nothing wrong with that. Um, but I feel like some people try to t- you know talk big like they want that. And, you know, they're not willing to put the work in for it.
0: Yeah, it's not for everyone. Dude. No.
1: It's you, really not. Being you know. a
0: boss is hard as shit. Sometimes I'd rather just be a worker, dude. Sometimes I just feel like, yo, if I could just land an audition mm-hmm. and just work on a show for a few months, like, that would be great. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because when you're out here, like, being your own boss, like, you're in the water, bro. Yeah. Even if you don't know how to swim, too bad, dude. Yeah. Fucking learn and learn that they're sharks.
1: Yeah. And, and the crazy thing is, too, that people, I feel like... They, they get to the point where they're like 10 years in and they're burnt, you know? Yeah. And the thing is, that's why I think those guys like step down from being the exec, chief executive officer, the CEO and stuff, and they move to like a board member, but then they go and start something different, yeah. you know, or they go and they work on a, on a board for another company because then they're technically not really an employee, but they oversee shit, you know? And it's yeah. like, they're able to look at, you know, companies... At a high up, you know, level at a fine of detail, but they're not really doing the day to day and being, you know, crazy involved anymore.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You they're know? just they're uh, the the Jimmy Iveen Yeah. You just uh, where you just lay down on the couch and then you tell Jay Z, uh, no, 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 change that snare, put a different snare on there. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Just
1: having just having the the touch, and I think like you know, obviously, if you've had enough successes in your life, like people would gladly have you on their like board of directors or anything. Oh yeah.
0: For sure. You know, By the way, if we ever buy a building, you know, it's going to be Lou and Lou, right?
1: <laughs> I feel that. Yeah, I feel it's, that. It's going to be Lou. Mm, definitely, definitely. You know, and I, I feel like, you know, people People think aspirations like that are crazy, but you got to think like at the same time, A, first of all, if you want to do anything, you have to have a certain level of craziness anyway.
0: You got to be able to shut out like rationally, like rational arguments you know what i'm saying yeah like people that give me advice of like hey you don't want to go back to school and like you know maybe get a certificate get yeah. a good job i'm like listen it doesn't sound bad what you're <coughs> what you're telling me right i just it's not for me mm-hmm. you know what i mean
1: you know and and the thing about it is too i think that first of all uh, i heard this from a guy robert kiyosaki he's like the guy who wrote rich dad poor dad the japanese okay. dude Yeah, yeah. um and, that uh, was a
0: Japanese guy that wrote that Yeah, Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's his, funny because the title always sounded a little like some kind of Asian to me, but yeah, I, yeah, I didn't yeah. know it was actually an Asian guy.
1: Well, okay. So, like, I'll give you just a quick, like, overview. So, yeah. like, basically with him, like, he grew up in Hawaii, you know, He I think he was, like, in the Marines and stuff, and he had this little, like, wallet-making uh, company. He didn't go to school or nothing, um, and that, you know, they had some deals, and that whole thing fell through, so he failed to start up, you know, yeah. and he was... Uh, you know he was broke doing that, and then I think a little later he had another business, and then that fell through. And he was like 33 years old, like living in the basement of his friend's house with his wife, and she wow. believed in him enough that he, you know, to get him back up. And Damn, so
0: shout out to her, man. We need we right. need more shorties no, like that in right. the
1: world. Um, you know, ride or die. Right. And so, uh, you know, what he did was he, he took that time, took a little bit of time to think to himself. And then he jumped into the real estate market and he got rich. He's a millionaire and he runs the whole, uh, rich dad, uh, you know, learning program. And so, bas- so basically it's what his whole philosophy is, is that going to school is, is you know, it's not a, it's not for everybody, but more importantly, he said, going to get a job is basically kind of quitting on the, you know, on the dream of being your own person, you know, gotcha. you know what I mean? Cause at the end of the day, what resonated with me is like, if you really think about working for anybody, you're really just working for someone else's dream to come true.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you you're know. putting in, like, this guy's thinking, like, yo, if I need to make this money, I need to do this. Yeah. But I can't worry myself with doing this because there's other shit that needs to be done, too. Right. So let me get someone else to do this for me so I can focus my attention on this.
1: Right. And they say the... the. Uh- you know, when you, when you know you're ready to scale up is when you have the money to actually pay someone to do stupid stuff. Like, you know, uh, it, you would be the person maybe doing all like the filing because you don't yeah. have someone to pay for that. Or you, yep. you have somebody to clean up all the systems or like yep. pay attention to stuff that you don't want to pay attention to. That's why you pay people to do that. So you yeah, don't have P. to Diddy do has work. one
0: of my favorite videos ever. Yeah, out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He goes like, he's like talking, he has his whole team just in the room with him. Mm. And he's like, I don't want to do anything. Like, I don't want to do shit. It's like, I'm tired of doing shit. Like, I don't, like, I, that's why I pay y'all, that's why I make the money, mm. so I could pay y'all, so y'all can do the shit, so I could just focus on living my fucking life now at this point.
1: Wasn't that on Chappelle's show? Wasn't that the one the, they did the whole, like, you know when they did the special, or not the special, but, like, he was, they were trying to find the next rapper, and it was like oh, Dylan? no, no, no. No, that was That was I, uh,
0: Making the Band. That was no, making the Band. This was just an actual video that one of his, like, teammates was, like, oh. on, the, on the team was just recording this fool while he's going off on mm. a rant, and he's like, I don't want to do nothing. Like, yeah that's why i pay y'all to do that <laughs> shit yeah like, straight up that's literally all i want to do with my life is like create jobs for people yeah. actually like mm-hmm. honestly i just want and like pretty dope jobs i'm not trying to get anybody to clean shit off the street mm, anymore no, no. that's been covered yeah the city will take care of that yeah. They'll, they hire people for that shit i want people to do like things that they normally probably couldn't have well the,
1: the way i look at this whole thing is it's not about simply just making an impact with something cool that everyone uses and I can feel like a cool guy. It's the, the, the breadth of what you do can be scaled to such a massive degree that you can A, create economic value for the community around you, you can create jobs for people, You know, people you like. There could be jobs for people who are just in the community who need jobs. You know, you have to also think there's philanthropic things. You can start your own, you know, uh, philanthropies and you could get people to come in and, you know, donate to that. And you can help people in a third world country, you know, Mm -hmm. who are starving and stuff, you know, get food. And there's just so much impact you can have when you're in in a place to make a difference. And if you think about it, like yeah, if you're at the C-suite or if you're at maybe like a high level where you know a lot of people, and this is the importance of networking, everybody, right? Yeah. But if you know a lot of people and you, or you're at like the C-suite level, like CEO, CFO, whatever, you know, that's or, what
0: that's called. It's called the C-suite. Yeah, C-suite. Oh, okay. yeah, so, yeah, 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 yeah. All the C-names. Yeah,
1: yeah. C, CIO, CEO. So if you're yeah. somebody who's like that type of influence, hell yeah, you're going to be able to do stuff like that anyway. Mm-hmm. But. If you're like entry level or you're even like middle manager or even some people who are like directors and stuff who are decently high up there, you know, um, you don't have the same power to change things that I would feel like I would want to do with the world, you know, and it's not just to make myself feel good It's that. If you run an operation and you're that successful, you should go out there and do great things for other people. Yeah,
0: you know, no, I feel you.
1: Um, whether it's just you know you're going to bring food and water to hungry and thirsty people in a third world country. If you want to go and solve the the carbon footprint that humanity has put on the world, whatever you do, you know, use the <laughs> same veracity you did to become a success and make and help other people.
0: Yeah,
1: be, inspire them to be great too. That sounds like some world.
0: Lex Luthor shit.
1: Yeah. Well, and, yeah. Well, Lex Luthor obviously did everything for evil.
0: So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I feel <laughs> you. Know? But like, you know what I'm saying, or like maybe even like Tony Stark. Yeah. You know, like they have these companies that are just, hey, I got the money. Mm-hmm. I, got, I mean, I got time now. Yeah. Let's just fucking work on some impossible shit.
1: Yeah, it's, it's like Batman, right? Yeah. You know, like Bat, like obviously, like you know, Batman's got the whole like troubled past thing and you know, parent dying issues. But yeah. At the same time. Oh, y'all have that shit. Yeah. Too. yeah right. But uh, you know, at the same time. He's out there kicking ass and barely getting any sleep, you know, trying to keep Gotham safe, right? You know, and I just think it's okay. um, I think it's important, you know, in the world today, especially with like so many people who I feel like don't feel important mm-hmm. to other people. I think it's important to sh- you know provide them an inspiration to be the next yeah. you. Okay. You know, because that's that's an impact. And a, Lead and by a, example. Yeah, an impact and a legacy I would want to leave. Is yeah. I don't want to be the next X, Y, or Z. Mm-hmm. I, I want to be. I want people to, to to want to be the next me.
0: Yeah, that's that's lit. I've never know? thought of things that way, right?
1: Because people always talk about, oh man, like the, okay, Elizabeth Holmes, the the woman who did, um, she did uh, the Ranos. So it was like the blood prick company that could do. Oh yeah, yeah the, for
0: the, the blood sugar.
1: Right. So it, you know they were testing like all kinds of diseases with a little pin prick of blood that they were yeah. you know designing. So they built a huge company. They had tons of. Uh, you know, tons of funding and things like that. And people were calling her, oh, she's the next Steve Jobs, you know, and she was starting to wear like the turtlenecks and everything, you know, trying uh, to kind of like emulate. She believed her
0: own sauce. Yeah. She th- tasted her own sauce and, and was like, yo, I'm good.
1: You know, and, and that's the thing that you were saying too, is when you when you get to a certain height, even even before you even deliver, because they didn't even deliver a proper product, let's be real here. Really? They didn't even deliver a successful iteration of what they were saying they were going to do she uh-huh. just kept riding it out and kept getting funding and people were talking about how great yeah. she was and the thing is if you're somebody who believes their own hype before you've delivered
0: you're That's some psycho shit dude
1: you're you're dead in the water yeah you know because facts because the thing is you should believe in yourself but you need to deliver
0: you need to you have know? some kind of ground a tether to back to earth yeah some people like yeah, dude, like I said, like, yeah, you're supposed to believe in yourself and you're supposed to be a little bit crazy in your ambitions. Right. But don't go full psycho. No. It's kind of like Tropic Thunder. He says yeah. don't go full retard. Yeah. Don't go full retard on your mm-hmm. on yourself. You know what I'm saying?
1: You know, and but the thing is, uh, it, it's, it's difficult because if you do have something that starts to become really big and bold and you, it looks like it could really change things, people are going to prop you up like a hero. Yeah you know yeah facts and the thing is i
0: don't even have that much going on people still hit me up on instagram like yo yeah when you gonna get me on a show it's like bro i don't have power like that i can't just that shit is bullshit like like, (laughs) this instagram shit is kind of fake like yeah i'm actually doing the work yeah but it looks a lot better when i you know tag the person and that person has like a million fucking followers but really we're just having a conversation bro like that's just all it was
1: I'd like to make a mention of what you just said too in regards to what it's on Instagram.
0: Okay. I
1: feel like what's really unhealthy is that people look at all these visual things and they're like, look at all the stuff everyone else is doing. Yeah. And it's that, and it's that comparison that really drives this whole inadequacy that's the type of thing that I think is what I'm seeing as a problem with people who complain about their lot in life. Yeah. They look at everything everyone else is doing and rather than wanting to, you know, go out there and throw themselves out of their comfort zone. Yeah. You know, they're like, Oh, well I'm cool. I'm making enough money. And you know, well he already had all the skills and he already was like that anyway. Yeah, yeah. Making I'm making excuses. You know, I'm never going to be successful like that. It's okay. You know? Mm. And then 10 years down the road, they're feeling really bad. Yeah. you know, about stuff, God, you know, and, and the thing is they look at you and you're over here now, like that same person, the same people who are probably hitting you up on Instagram, probably later on down the road, when you're where you're at, where you want to be at, they'll be like, well, you know what? He's an asshole. He never helped us out. But uh, it was like, yeah. it was like during the times when I couldn't.
0: Yeah, exactly. You bro. Know? that's what I always try to get people to like understand is like my best friends are my best friends because they understand that like we're going to do a big pretty yeah. soon. You know yeah. what I mean? Because it's like there's too we're too many of us are so focused on the same thing for it not to happen. Yeah. So it's like I don't trip when someone wants to, you know, buy me a slice of pizza or yeah. uh buy me a drink over out at the at the bar and stuff. Like I just charge it to the game later. i 'Cause yeah. I'm I'm a very honorable dude. Yeah. If you buy me something, I'm gonna get you back. Yeah. Even if you don't want me to, I'm gonna put the five in your cup holder and you're not gonna realize until yeah. you go put a drink there and all of a sudden there's five bucks in the cup holder. Right. So I, I always had like a problem with, it felt weird people believing in me. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But now I'm like used to it. I'm like, cool. Like whatever I can get from anybody, because like I do need help, bro. Mm. I'm not out here fucking killing the game, making millions of dollars and shit. I still live with my grandma. You know what I mean? Like, so I do appreciate the people that help now because before I, I felt like I couldn't take their help.
1: Well, let's look at it this way. Everybody needs help, right? Yeah. Like, and the thing is how comfortable you are with getting, because really what that is, is just pride, right? Yeah. If I'm you're, a little
0: proud. I'm not going to lie. I, I mean, have my pride about me.
1: Right. And I think everyone is, you should be proud of yourself, you know, and, and you shouldn't Look to get handouts if they're not going somewhere, if you're not doing shit, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're sitting in your, you know, in your parents' house, in your underwear, playing fucking video games every day and you're 30, you should probably go and reevaluate your life. Yeah,
0: not be accepting those $20 every time.
1: Exactly, you know, but if you're, you know, if you're willing to go and run out there and live whatever dreams you're trying to do, yeah, you know, then... It's okay to get help from people, yeah. you know. It's just the people you get to thank at the end of the day when you yeah, walk up there on exactly. stage and you do, you know, the acknowledgments like That's what
0: I always think of, bro. I got Who I'm all taking these care people. of after I get After I'm taking care of. Yeah. I'm just all I'm worried about is the people I'm taking care of under like behind me.
1: Exactly, you know. I mean? you know? And and I think uh, you know, in in terms of that, it's good because a Like I told you in the previous time I was on this podcast, there's that book give and take, right? And so there's people who are just takers. And you don't want to seem like a taker, somebody who just takes from people. That's my biggest fear. That's
0: why I don't like accepting things from people and like but like I said, I'm working on that now. Yeah. But for the longest time, I didn't want to ask anybody for anything. Like I didn't want to put myself out there, try to get booked for sure for shows is like, if you don't hit me up about doing a show, I'm not going to hit you up and ask for a spot. Yeah. You know what I
1: mean? Well, the thing is, I think uh, it it's good if you if you want to get around that, you should learn to give to somebody first because then you won't feel bad because technically yeah. you're offering them something of value. Yeah. You know, and you're trying your best to like keep them in mind and people just appreciate when you're trying to help them in any way.
0: Well, that's, that's, yeah. uh, it's kind of a term that I gave myself mm-hmm. is, or like I coined for myself. Mm-hmm. It's like, I give selfishly.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, like, I
0: selfishly give people like so much in the sense of like, oh, this person's dope. I might need their help later on. Yeah. Yo, man, is there anything you need from me? Well, you yeah. know what I'm saying?
1: What you're saying is actually what the guy was talking about. So he has something, what that's called in his book is called otherish. Otherish? Yeah. So what okay. he means is it's it's technically not altruistic. You're not Because the thing is the people who are completely altruistic and give, they burn out. They, yeah. They burn out. In and, the street. Yeah. Well, but, with no
0: money and shit. But
1: real talk though, they they burn out because they're they're helping people too much. Yeah. Whereas people who are helping people who, you know, are uh, within, you know, realms that they want to jump into or people they want to meet, that's gratifying because A, you feel like you're moving somewhere yeah. and B, um, you know, you're also helping somebody. You're, you know, you're, you're killing two birds with one stone. You exactly. know, for someone like me, it's just efficient because it's like, okay, well, I, I'm, you know, I want to meet this person. Let me go and see what I can do to help them out. Yep. Or do you, you know, if it's a friend, you know, who's starting his own business, let me go ahead and see if I can get him in contact with people who might need his services, yep. you know, things like that. And to me, it's helpful because A, I'm helping a friend, but B, you know, down the road, I might need that friend's services for something else. I can introduce him to a client. He might introduce me to somebody who might be able to help me in a way, yep. you know, and I, and he's saying how that giving is the type of giving that actually helps everyone get shit done yeah well also it doesn't burn you out because you're you know you're it's there's nothing wrong with it (laughs) because at the end of the day you know you're both like you're giving something to somebody so it's not like you were just taking stuff yeah you know so it's 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 good to do that because overall it's actually what makes society i think much more productive
0: well it's it's kind of like uh it, it honestly breaks down to, like, kindergarten language, bro. You're mm-hmm. making friends. Yeah. You're making good friends. Mm-hmm. You remember your mom used to tell you, like, watch your friends who you keep? I'm only keeping, mo- like, motivated motherfuckers around me, bro. Yeah. You... you know what I'm saying? If you got something going, I'm going to help you out because I want to be your friend. Yeah. Friends help each other.
1: Well, you know, like I told you in the last time I was on here, it's you're the sum total of like the five people you keep around the the most. Yeah. You know? And so I I, I don't think that that's like a rule of thumb. That's not like a a true, you know, like... Uh, uh, That's pretty
0: accurate in my case, I feel.
1: Yeah. You know, you want to keep yourself around people who are going to do, either going to do big things or are at least like working towards that rather than people who are like, oh, I'm never going to get there. Mm -hmm. You know, I've tried to like avoid most of those people. I don't like to have that kind of energy in my life. Um, Or people who kind of talk about stuff, but they're they're not about it. They don't do anything towards that. They they talk a big game. That's they... really
0: sad when that's a close friend. Yeah. You know, you ever had like a someone you genuinely like hanging out with, but then like every like at least every t- like 10 minutes into the session they just start talking about these fucking dreams that they've been talking about for years. Dude, I,
1: I you know have a saying? I have a friend who used to talk about them, but now that we're older he stopped talking about them. He probably
0: he probably wised up and was like, "Yo, if I'm going to shut up if I'm not going to actually do this
1: shit." Yeah, and that's and I think I don't know what's sadder. <laughs> Honestly, I don't I don't know what's sadder, or if
0: that he didn't do it or that um he kept on.
1: Well, I think it's also that it's like you're you're older and wiser. Shouldn't you try now? you know mm. should why are you giving up you're you're not you're almost 30
0: but also by the other coin there is like sometimes you think something's for you and it's really not that's true like i dude 4 years ago mm. if you would have just asked me what i was going to be doing mm. i thought i was going to be hitting the music game hard as fuck i thought i was going to be the next big thing mm-hmm. Bro, the music game is sad as fuck right now. There's really nothing new that can come out. because it's saturated. It's super saturated. Everyone makes beats. Everyone's a fucking rapper, you know? 10 times... Dude, go to the comedy store, bro. Like, most of the people there started off with music, too. You know what I'm saying? And to the point where, like, people would ask me, like, so what's up with music? You still gonna be doing that? And I'd be like, always. Always. And you see me. I made a beat today, but I'm not out here trying to go do shows and promote my SoundCloud and shit, because it's just... That's not my dream anymore. That's not what I really thoroughly think is, like, going to be good for me or what I am super passionate about. At the end of the day, when I was making music, my favorite thing was just making people react, getting a reaction out of people. Whether it's a funny bar and people laugh or it's a dope beat and people Mm -hmm. make that stank face like, like, ooh, you already know what I'm talking about, bro. So it's like, I just wanted a reaction out of people.
1: Yeah. And I, I think also that's why, like, the first venture that I did, you know, um, when I, it was just starting first as music, kind of, you know, we were just kind of recruiting a few artists here and there who could release on a label that we were starting. Oh, yeah. You, you were starting a
0: little music uh, yeah. production company, right? right? Like a promo.
1: Yeah. You know, kind of just as the overarching thing, we were a meet, you know, we were just media, right? Yeah. Uh, but we, dabbled obviously in creating our own content and you know music
0: I do want to comment I like just over the last year I've noticed your focus has gotten a lot thinner yeah your stream of focus is like you're super hyper focused on this one thing now whereas where we started literally a year ago right you know what I'm saying January 6th of last year literally a year ago you were like Entertainment, music, fucking yeah. pizzas, goddamn <laughs> pet extermination, Yeah, goldfish. You know? yeah, 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 all just, kinds of shit. Just all I'm kinds just, of I'm shit. I'm sitting there like, like yeah. man, is this motherfucker for real? Like, yeah. what's? how are we gonna do all this? Yeah. And then as the year has progressed, I've seen your focus become more laser on just this one aspect of what you wanted to do. Yeah. And I feel like you've become a lot more successful in the second half of the year than you did the first year. Yeah,
1: back. definitely. And I think that that goes to show also like, you know, e- e- you could easily say like, oh, well, Oh, I didn't do well here. I'm not meant to be this, yeah. right? And a lot of people would just, you know, take that as a sign. Uh, that's, okay, some people do that and I'm okay with that, whatever. But, and drop
0: everything. Yeah,
1: but my yeah. thing is, I hate when people say it must be a sign and then they, they have a negative reaction to something. Oh, it must be a sign. I'm not supposed to do this. Like, yeah. no, that's just some random shit that happened yeah. in your day and that you shouldn't take to have any meaning outside of whatever the hell you were doing. Yeah, You know, and like, in, in terms of any kind of failures, like, yeah, like, you know, we, I went from riding high, you know, and grabbing everybody who we could, which yeah. also was a mistake, by the way. Too <laughs> but, many cooks in yeah, the kitchen, you yeah, know, that'll yeah. fuck you up. You know, and I learned from all that, right? I learned mm-hmm. from the failures that that came with that. Like, you know, granted, obviously, like, I had, you know, when, when you wanna, like, for, you know, preside over all these you know different facets and moving parts. Like it, you need to start from the kernel and let it you know be the entire uh, you know grow it to be an entire th- you know thing.
0: Make it a big old corn.
1: Yeah, make it corn a big cop. old corn. Right. Whereas I was starting off with an entire jambalaya gumbo. Yeah. You know, I, I it was literally like every single <laughs> moving thing you could think of, and and the worst part of uh, about it was you know I over time you know, really just was trying to figure out how to make it work. And Mm -hmm. the thing is, like as you know I looked for every single thing to try and like get us you know fund us or figure out some way to like get us started and then I just realized like you know what honestly like this shit's not gonna work (laughs) you know and it's it's just
0: or the way that you were moving at that time wasn't gonna work yeah
1: you know because it was like I was up like it was like one day I was sitting there up at three in the morning like writing a script for something you know that we were gonna do dude yeah that's what
0: I'm saying like what the fuck are we
1: doing you know like yeah I was like (laughs) writing a script at like three in the morning I, I have like a meeting I have to wake up at seven to get to a meeting at eight.
0: yeah we were off the shits earlier yeah. last year bro.
1: but but you know what at the same time it was gratifying because we did make stuff so we and didn't we, and we hustled yeah and we hustled and, and when we did what we needed to do we made things and you know overall like i wouldn't I wouldn't take that as a, a complete negative insofar as I learned a lot
0: nothing's a like honestly bro nothing's a loss if you learn something of course you know what i mean yeah because dude like i've had shitty a shitty week or whatever yeah i feel good about it though yeah because i feel like okay cool now i know what's not for me yeah or who's not for me or like what i'm not supposed to be wasting my time on exactly yeah i wasted my time but now i know don't waste your time. Don't waste my time on that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying. Yeah. Even if you take an L, bro, as long as you learn something, yeah, you're good.
1: Exactly. You know. And I, I would say for anybody who aspires to like build their own team of people to do shit, or you know, who wants to aspire to do anything, like you know, it's it's okay if you're really excited about it, but you need to you know, laser focus in on what exactly, you know, you can capably do really well. Yeah. And what's the you know? root
0: of what you want? You right. You know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah. Just like you were saying, like, at the root of it, you just wanted to get a reaction from people. That's all
0: I care about, bro. You know? I like making people think.
1: Yeah. Like, for me, my root is I wanted to make a big impact, you know, and I wanted to create, a, you know, obviously a large organization that extended all across the world. You
0: wanted to shift culture, bro. Yeah. I see you. You know. Like, I, I know, like, I know you, dog. I feel like you're just trying to fuck with the world. Oh, of course. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like just, I don't know how to describe it, but I know, I know what you're trying to do, man. Yeah. Or for the most part, it's yeah. kind of what I'm trying to do. Right. Just trying to fucking make an impact, bro.
1: Exactly. You know. And and the thing is, I think uh, what what sucks is and what I think is sad is that uh, people look at their dreams. And they might have crazy audacious dreams like they might think of uh, going to craft, you know, a space taxi and they might be an actual engineer. But then they're like, oh, I could never do that.
0: Never make a space, you, taxi." you know,
1: and, and you're sitting there like, oh, well, that's crazy. But at the same time, someone's going to do it so some
0: crazy motherfuckers gonna do it bro yeah and we're all gonna call him crazy when he does so
1: why why curtail your dream and why not just explore what you can do and if it's for you make it happen but if it's not then figure out how to use those skills for something you love too beautiful you know so that's my music
0: i was making videos bro yeah you know what i'm saying and like i i learned how to layer shit together while editing through videos then when i got down to audio i was like Bro, easy as fuck. It's like editing a video yeah. minus the video. Yeah. All you got to worry about is the making it sound good. Yeah. And, bro, I've been solid ever since. Mm-hmm. You know, all that, those four years I spent making music, thinking I was going to be the next big thing on fucking SoundCloud and Spotify and shit, I learned a lot of audio techniques. I learned how to modulate a voice. I learned mm-hmm. auto-tune, filters, yeah. all kinds of all shit. All that stuff, man. Yeah, you and know. if you listen to the shout out to Crack 'em up. Up uh, uh, yeah. l- real quick plug if you listen to the Crack 'em Up podcast yeah, there's like 5, 10, 15 people in the room at any given time right. all having like little discussions like this and you can hear it yeah. and some guy starts laughing all loud uh, if you listen to the actual podcast the audio seems pr- as clean as possible Yeah. literally because I spent those 4 years just in my room pressing buttons and not going to parties and being like fuck y'all I'm gonna learn and just like Putting my angst into the computer.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, and that's that's another thing too is as I was when I was younger in my earlier days, like when I was in school, uh, undergrad. Mm-hmm. It was you know even in the first couple of years of grad school, like you know uh, back in like 2015, 2016, I was going out a lot because it was just a habit. Yeah. Really, it was just a habit, you know. Mm-hmm. And and secondly, I was also I think I was really just like trying to postpone what i knew was calling me to do because it was around that time i had started to now dabble into like really starting my own company one day mm-hmm. but i had you know a, a few bad things happen uh in the summer of 2017 and it kicked my ass yeah
0: and you, you were know a little scared you were a puppy dog
1: you know it wasn't even that i i you know i got i got let go from you know this uh you know position that i had over the summer it was like a three-month position but i got kicked out in like a week um you know and it wasn't for incompetence it was for something else yeah um but uh anyway so you're fucking
0: all the interns (laughs) mike (laughs) no
1: no no but uh you know uh it was it was really bad and i had i spent a month it was like i spent a month by myself back here in la because it was in chicago so i got i i left on a plane i literally flew back the day i got axed and came back oh, here. Oh, really? Yeah, and I just, I didn't talk to anyone for a week. Like, yeah, I, how'd you feel? How I feel that, like- I've, I've only had, I've, I've hit rock bottom twice in my life. One time in 2013 and one time in 2017. Uh, and I would say this, the first time, I was definitely uh, just trying to still find my way in the world. The second time, I definitely I didn't even hit rock bottom. I still went to, you know, I still could get my degree and stuff. Yeah, it's not of a course, big you're deal. Still in you know, and but, but but it
0: may feel like that sometimes. Yeah, I know? felt
1: like I was literally at the bottom of the bottom. I felt like nothing could be worse than this. Like so, that
0: episode of SpongeBob?
1: Right. You know, rock bottom, right? Yeah, so sure I I got back, you know, I I got back. I didn't talk to anybody. Um I sat in my room and I just kind of like thought about what the fuck I was going to do. Just I planned everything out. And I said, this next month, I'm going to spend my time learning about, like, you know, uh, learning about business. I'm going to spend this next month learning about investments. I'm going to learn everything there is to know uh, to make the dream that I have in my mind a reality. I'm tired of yeah. sitting here and running from it. Like, I'm tired of going to these parties and just, you know, having fun in the short term. It's time to, like, <laughs> it's time to go out there and be great as I always knew I could be. Yeah. And so the very next day, I woke up at eight in the morning. And just went went to town yeah just yeah. read everything that i could i didn't talk to i didn't talk to anyone for that week i, I read stuff uh, i read warren buffett's essays that week okay um i read rich dad poor dad that week so like Lit. you know so yeah I, I, you
0: went on a you you started looking for knowledge bro yeah that's the that's the first step you right just learn dude you know what it is a lot of people don't want to learn no they don't think about how many times a new update would come out for mm-hmm. instagram and people would bitch for yeah. three years Just cause oh, it's new. It's different. It looks different. I gotta press this button on the left now instead of the button on the right. It's like, how about you learn how to fucking adapt a little bit? Yeah, you know what I'm saying. People Mm -hmm. don't care to learn. Right. I have a grandma that doesn't know how to work the TV. Mm. I also have a grandma that pokes me on Facebook every (laughs) once in a while. You know what I'm saying? She'll send me memes and shit. I'm like, how the fuck? What's the difference here? Yeah, they're the same age. Right. One doesn't want to learn.
1: Yeah, and 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 that's a that's really the thing is, it's hard. That's why people don't want to do it. Yeah,
0: it's not easy.
1: You know? Yeah. Because most of what we have in our society today makes everything a lot easier, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but I would say when when you get to a low point like that, I feel like it kicks your ass and oh, you yeah. have a choice. And I think everybody has moments like that in their life and you have choices to make. Yeah, You won. you either take it and think this is the trajectory my life's going to go on for the rest of my life and nothing good's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Just get a
0: pillow and a blanket. Yeah,
1: fall asleep. Just knock
0: out right there on rock bottom.
1: Right. Or number two is you take it as this is the lowest anything can go, and I'm going. There's only up from here. Yeah. (laughs) That's
0: that's honestly that's kind of why I romanticize like those hardships that I had when I was washing dishes at the Philly Cheese like spot and like not getting booked for shit. and People not hitting me up and like just listening to a whole bunch of Eminem and shit, just being all angry like. I kind of I kind of like that shit cuz I just felt like I felt free. Yeah. I feel like nothing I can do right now except for maybe crack will put me in the worst <laughs> spot.
1: Yeah. Straight up, you know. And and the thing is, when you read stories about people, or you hear like in in our format today? We have people do documentaries of people and they'll talk about their life in 10 minutes. And you, yeah. you don't hear about the, the five years they spent in a, in a washroom washing dishes or like, yeah, the two years that they spent homeless, yeah. you know.
0: So many comedians I know, like that's the thing. They yeah. come out here, live in their cars, bro. Yeah.
1: Yeah you know and like um you know i i was actually i mean it wasn't uh, a family related thing but i got like evicted from my house once back in uh back in undergrad at the the last year of uh school and i was like homeless for like 10 weeks i was like living in uh, on my friend's couch in his house for like 10 weeks damn you know and that does like that that makes you really reevaluate things in your life
0: yeah dude because what if he decides to move or he just thinks like you know what fuck this guy
1: yeah you know what i'm saying now now what You know, yeah, and the thing is, like, I was so close to finishing, I easily could have just said, well, I I have to go home, I can't do this anymore, but I toughed it out. Ten weeks, you know, I lived on a couch. shit
0: compared to the rest of your life, bro. No, no. Ten weeks ain't nothing.
1: Like, the suffering that you feel in a certain period of time is not as great as giving up and feeling that tug of what could have been for the rest of eternity.
0: Yeah, and also back to the 50-50, bro. Like, anytime I feel like shit and depressed and I feel like things aren't going the right way, I get a little excited. Because I know that pretty soon, something's going to happen, bro. Shit's going to change. Things don't always stay the same. Yeah. You know, I mean, how about this? I'll do you one better. Mm. Things very rarely or never stay the same, bro. Shit changes, like like with the tides, bro. You know what I'm saying? I could get a text message right now. Hey, bro, we decided to cast you on fucking some HBO show.
1: But let let me rewind that even before that. Yeah. You need to first do things to change things i feel like not do things initially to change your circumstances but i mean you need to make those moves yeah you're not going to sit in your house and pray to god somebody's going to hit you up from hbo and be like hey we uh we found you somehow you know
0: you, oh yeah no right well, the but only I- way they would call me is if i reach out to them initially and be right. like hey uh, you know um, here's my headshots this is and that
1: but that, that's what i'm saying is you, you even if bad stuff happens you need to
0: then take action
1: Yeah. You know, you need to take action because... As
0: if things are going good.
1: Yeah, exactly. And even when things are going good, you need to... Don't prepare for things going bad, but you now need to bring your organization, yourself, or whatever the hell, to a whole another level. Because then when you do that, that means you're, you know, you're going to be insulated to when bad things happen. Things like that.
0: Yeah, you'll be ready for it.
1: Exactly. Yeah. You know? It's like
0: getting vaccinated.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Well, not according to the anti-vaxxers. Yeah, yeah, that's right.
0: No, (laughs) no. Autism, autism. You know? Um... What do you call it? Yeah, man. But, okay, so uh, your test subject is here. Oh, cool. So we're going to have to cut this thing a little short. We're at, Actually, no, we're at 59 minutes. Yeah. So that's great. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah, Perfect. man. It was great talking to you. I mean, I'm going to be talking to you a whole rest of the day. But yeah. <laughs> it's great to give the people a little view on some of the inspirational conversations that I have with you all the time because... Uh, you're honestly someone who inspires me to do shit, like to do a lot more than I already do. And I feel like I do quite a bit. So it's like, it's it's cool. I feel like other people need to hear this as well because, you know, maybe you're in a situation where you feel like, oh, I just got fired from yeah. my dream job. Like, what do I do next? Right. Don't kill yourself, bro. <laughs> like, fucking don't, yeah. don't start drinking and shit. Like, yeah. you know, like, get to it, bro. Find the next job. Find the next dream job. Do what you got to do. And I feel like that's very much your attitude. No, oh,
1: I appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah, it's a great compliment.
0: Of course. Of course. And you're going to be hearing from Mike a lot more. All right. He's going to be doing big things, man. Mm. Once again, thank you to Surf Corp for all these past couple months. You mm. know, gave me a little spot to record. And uh, yeah, man. Appreciate y'all. See you next week.
1: Mm.